0: Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler and I'm Alan Shaw and this is Rhapsody Radio.
1: Mr. Shaw, can you believe it? We are back. Season 3. Uh, we are here.
0: We made it through 2020, everyone. It is 2021.
1: It's great. Oh. And I love it. I love it. It's like the new year's off to a good start and we're, we're rolling.
0: Yeah. You and I did sort of a, a look back on 2020 and we actually, it's probably been one of the most transformative years of both your and mine, mine's life. Uh, I, uh, there are so many things that I can check off with regard to both the business, our relationship, the people that we're surrounded by. It's been sort of, uh, it's and and it's across the board too. It's every person in our life that has had some really major transitions um, and a lot of
1: uh, awakenings,
0: almost. which For is sure. To cool. me,
1: it was like tw- I looked at twenty twenty one. If you know, if you can't change your position, change your perspective. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's just how you looked at it and you tried to make the best of it. Yeah. But look, New Year, New You. You just did <laughs> an article. <laughs> you should have found- I hate. By the way, I hate when that when people say New
0: Year, New You. I know. That, yeah. Um. No, I did the daily beast article, um, with, uh, with Elena there. Um, and we basically talked about, you know, because she was, was like, we are not using the phrase new year, new you. And I was like, yeah, probably not best this year to do that. Um, but she was saying like how people are looking at the transformation or the transition from 2020 to 2021. And, um, it's interesting to see all of the mindfulness that I talk a lot about, but all of the mindfulness that people are doing now, like taking extra time for themselves, uh, self care, doing, uh, letting, getting the ego out of the way and really focusing on the things that are going to make them transform them into their next version of themselves in a very positive way. And, and I'm like, well, I think that's probably the best thing that could have happened about this whole thing. For sure. You know, what um, are you
1: looking to the most in 2021? I know me, I'm looking forward to a few Disney trips.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: We have one in March. Yeah. looking forward to that.
0: I think uh, personally or professionally either. Yeah. I think definitely professionally. I think, you know, the trans, the transition that we made both with, uh, you know, separating from CrossFit as a brand and becoming our own uh, standalone Rhapsody Fitness, I think was the best decision that could have happened in 2020. Agreed. Um, I, I think that also opened up an amazing opportunity for us to really reach outside the four walls. And that is like what that has been part of my plan since we uh, initia- initially thought about this back in 2016 when we were like hey let's let's open up a facility we're now getting to that point where that transition is happening and with sweat and serve and with all of the, the diversity and inclusion that we're doing at Rhapsody, I think, um, I'm super pumped to see how that transforms in 2021 and sort of what happens with the facility. And, and, that. and obviously I want us to be very successful at Rhapsody, Of course, you know, I want a big, I want a I want a large membership that we can help. Um, but personally, I, um, I think I'll go back to, the Daily Beast article of of self-care, you know, I think in the beginning when you when you open a business and you are balls to the wall like 365 days a year, I think, you know, you and I were having this conversation in the car about balance. Right. And how like, you know. I don't necessarily, I I believed in balance at one point, but I don't necessarily know if I believe in like full balance, especially when you're driving and going for something that's really, um, really pat that you're really passionate about. I think if you're passionate about it, giving it one hundred and fifty thousand percent, I think is what's needed.
1: Yeah, you got to um, be a little
0: crazy. Yeah, you do, and and that's okay. Um, As long as you get enough sleep, um, you work out and take care of your body, you eat really good food, you love the people that you're around, I think those are the things that that help counterbalance um, that
1: insanity. Yeah. You know, know, for me, the big thing about 2021 is getting the theater industry back up and running. Absolutely. I mean, our industry is, is, you know, down probably until October, Wow! but we are, it, all signs are positive. You know, yeah. with the vaccine out, it, it seems to be that we are on the right track because we have a lot of people mm-hmm. needing to get back to work. Yeah. We're sort of the last industry to come back online. Yeah. So, um, look, it's all positive. I think I'm going to, to, to China for a bit this summer to open a show yeah. and then, and then, all the stuff back here in the states get open in the fall, so I'll be in
0: your suitcase.
1: Yeah, I, I think Alan's <laughs> going to come over and spend some time. That'd be fun. But um, all looking forward to that's going to be very, very exciting. I'm really excited about today's episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we have a you know our, our our news blog source for for Rhapsody Fitness is Rhapsody News, and you can always go there at RhapsodyNews.com, and it features. Currently over 200 articles about box building, which is Alan's series on owning a business, and it goes into training, nutrition, mindset, and much, much more. Mm-hmm. Recently, we had an article written by Whitney Dunn, who is an athlete, personal trainer, and also she be, she beast, she beast, yeah in, all in general, and also part of the Rhapsody Coaches Mentorship Program. She wrote a really cool article called Body Image, Reclaim, Redefine Your Standard of Beauty. I thought it was a great way to kick off 2021, so mm-hmm. we're going to be back with Whitney Dunn. Can't wait.
0: Hello, Whitney. I'm so happy you're here. Hi. Happy 2021. 2021.
2: Happy yes. 2021. Yeah. Hey, this is exciting. Happy New Year, guys.
1: Absolutely. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, I mean, first of all, you're one of our favorite people at the oh, gym.
2: stop it And you're part of
1: the, you're like one of the very first people in the coaches mentorship program,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. which is,
1: has been going well. Are you enjoying it?
2: Yeah, no, I love it. It's um, something that I've always wanted to pursue, but was like too afraid to actually chase down. And then it was funny. I became a mom and then I all of a sudden became like hyper motivated about my own personal goals. Uh Um, so yeah, it's been a really cool opportunity for the last, I think July. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Since July. So that's That's amazing. I
0: mean, that's what, uh, initially drew me to you was that I, that drive and dedication, like in every other aspect of your life, I was like, man, like, and when you mentioned to me that you wanted to be a coach, I was like, well, shit, like we got the <laughs> internship program. Let's like, get, let's get going. No, you know? it's
2: been awesome. It's I feel, great. I feel very, very fortunate. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course.
1: So tell me a little bit about your athletic background because. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, um, man, I've played sports. Like i I mean, I grew up in a sports family, so it's like mm. all we did. So I played soccer, mm-hmm. like traditional Mighty Mites, little kid soccer at the YMCA, and then transitioned into volleyball when I was about, 10. And then that was the, that was the, this is Atlanta, right? Yeah. Growing up in Atlanta. So that's where I'm from. And then, um, and then, yeah, I played all through high school, played club, played travel ball, got recruited by the college of Charleston, um, and played all four years there. And then like many athletes after they graduate and don't know what to do with their lives, I was like, I don't know how to be competitive anymore. And then I found CrossFit. Um, so started that in like 2012 and it's been a, Sweet little ride ever since then. And yeah. you went
1: you went back to Atlanta after school for a bit, right?
2: Yeah. So I graduated and then I moved back to Atlanta for a couple of years. Um and then I moved back here to Charleston in 2015 when I met my husband. Yep. So yeah. So That's he's a right. firefighter.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: he fights the fire. He sure is. He's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So he, he yeah, he, so he's been working for the fire department since we've been together and and then, yeah, and then we just had our little baby girl, March 2019. Oh, my gosh. So, she'll be two in a couple of months, which I don't understand.
0: She is the literally the cutest. Oh,
2: thank she you. Is.
1: I will tell people, you also wrote a really great article, People Should Look Up on Rhapsody News, about uh, what to expect when expecting.
2: Yeah. And
1: so, people should definitely check that out. I yeah. thought it was super interesting. I, yeah. yeah.
2: I love that. I mean, it was, being pregnant was, if anyone's been pregnant, you know it's crazy. <laughs> it's a crazy crazy it's an incredible experience it's a crazy experience becoming a parent's crazy but the things that your body is doing and is capable of doing is incredible and Mm -hmm. folding fitness into that journey as well is a really unique experience um that is also a really important experience as part of your pregnancy but um yeah definitely go read that it's a good one yeah um I tried to share as much of my novice knowledge as I can.
0: I I definitely like the older I get, um, the more like pregnancy and and women being pregnant like blows my mind. Isn't it? The, I'm like, you are making a baby inside of you. Yeah.
2: That's it's insane. It's literally like, the craziest like thing. So cool. There were so many moments like I I joke with people. It's like it's like, I, 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 it sounds silly, but it's like, I have a parasite inside of me. It's like, there's this, there's this creature inside of my body yes. who's growing and eating all the things that I'm eating and taking all the things from my body. Yeah. And then I bring this thing into the world and then I continue to feed it with like things from my body. And it's, I mean, it's crazy. I yeah. mean, it's, and then your body's ability to not necessarily like go back to normal, but your body's ability to adapt to the changes that it's already experienced For sure. and to like re into your life. Like it's, yeah. Women are badass. Fr- Fri badasses. Yeah, for I sure. I don't care what anybody else yeah. says. <laughs> We're amazing. Yeah, amazing. I so, agree. Yeah.
1: I agree. So when awesome. you, like when, when new people come into the gym, one of the, the things that we hear, especially from ladies, um, that, that, you know, aren't familiar with the CrossFit world. Maybe they've, they've seen it on TV. They've seen, you know, the fittest people in the world working <laughs> yeah. out. Um, and or they've seen it on social media, and the number one thing that people will come in and say, "Hey, I really want to work out. I really want to try it, but I'm really nervous about getting bulky, and I'm I don't want my arms to be you know too big or muscular, and I don't want really thick thighs, but I still want to work out." <laughs> and and I I loved, you know, and and our our response to that is always, Now look, when you go on ESPN or or you look on social media and you see the fittest people in the world, that is their job. They are training." morning to evening every day with the entire goal of being the strongest, the fittest, the fastest person on the planet. Right. So if you want to train that way, we can get you there. (laughs) Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. But for us normal people that that just like to stay fit and work out, you know, that's not the case, but I loved some of the, the questions that came up in this article that, that you posed. But so what was your approach to this and, 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 and sort of what was your take on those, uh, Response to those kind of concerns.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing that, uh, I mean, and I wrestled with this, and I sometimes I still wrestle with that feeling of like I don't want to be too bulky, and I'm saying bulky with air quotes. Um, I think that the biggest, I always, I kind of want to, I, I answer that question with a question. Mm. And I'm like, what is bulky? Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's body is so incredibly different. Like that's Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing about being a human. Every, you can't compare, it's like apples and oranges, you know, and what you're coming in to do for yourself is very different than what someone else is coming in to do. And like in CrossFit, it's such a huge spectrum. Like you were saying, it's like, you have the people at the top tier who are training literally 12 hours a day, but there's a huge diversity of people inside of that and beyond that. And what I love so much about Cross Bend, just Functional Fitness as a whole is that it's just so adaptable. So yeah, you may not be trying to come in and like back squat 300. Personally, I would love to, but I mean, that's going to take some work, <laughs> but like, it's, it's about building, building strength for yourself and how can you be stronger in your own life? You know? So I think
0: that's, I mean, that's a, a biggie and I, and I've, and I've told this story before, but. When I first started personal training and then coaching CrossFit, especially because it has that strength uh, component to it and strength right. training component to it, that you know over time I actually um, got more excited to work with the women mm-hmm. because there would there I would get so jazzed when there these light bulbs would go off, um, and sometimes like I would just fake them out and tell them that it was lighter than they thought. And then after the fact, and I do it all the yeah. time. Oh yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 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 I, put, I, put, I, I, I like secretly put weight on the bar when people are pounds. going out for a run and then they come back and they do it. And I was like, how'd that feel? And they were like, that felt great. And I was like, great. I added weight. And they are like, oh, and I was like, yeah. yeah. And then that like light bulb goes off and like bulky, bulky to me is like, okay, they're in, I loved what you talked about, like bulky, but like, what where in life um is um what how do i want to phrase this like where in life is strength a bad thing
2: yeah exactly
0: that's 100% like,
2: what it's about do
0: we all want to be stronger yeah. to be able to do things in life right and so people like equate bulkiness to strength and i'm like man no like I, if, if shit's going down and I need to pick something up off the ground or somebody like is in an emergency, I want to be able to like drag them out of the way or, you know. That's literally
2: what I joke about with my husband. It's like, he weighs... 185 pounds mm. like and he's 6'4 he's a gigantic person <laughs> he's a giant in my opinion but like I joke with him I'm like I literally need to be able like if you fall out somewhere mm-hmm. I have to be able to like pick you up and drag you to safety like what if you get in a car accident or something like yeah. so it's really about like how, how can you like optimize your day to day like how can you thrive in the daily aspects of your life whether mm. it's yes worst case scenario you're dragging your husband out of a car accident yeah. but like also it's picking up a bag of groceries and walking up the stairs like by yourself like yeah. it's you know that
0: happens on a weekly basis literally things you do on yeah. a weekly
2: week basis it's picking up your kid like when they're like when they're just reaching for you and like mm-hmm. you need to pick them up out of their crib or f- anything like that you know it's yeah. it's general physical preparedness i yeah, hate to absolutely. like use the crossfit term but like yeah. it, for sure it's a hundred percent that yeah.
1: What you're suggesting is to take away the idea of looking at, at the physical outside
2: mm-hmm.
1: and mm-hmm. really focus on what good strength can do in your life.
2: Yeah. And it, it's hard to do that. And I, I get that. Like, it's hard to to look at your body sometimes and, like, not be psyched on it. Yeah, Like, mm-hmm. I, everyone goes through that. Everyone experiences that. Like, you get out of the shower and you're like... I don't like how I look, whether it's like, you feel like you have too much muscle, not enough muscle, whether you feel like there are certain parts of your body that are softer than others that you don't want. I, I totally get that. And like, that's such a mental, that's such a huge mental hurdle for people to get over men and women, mm-hmm. everyone struggles with that. Yeah. And I think that the big thing is that when you do find yourself in those moments, it's taking the time to think about where that doubt and insecurity is coming from. Is it coming from your own internal past experiences or is it coming from an external pressure yeah. and more. And
0: external like past experiences. Exactly, right? like people yeah. who have
2: come into your life and have yeah. had a very toxic, unfortunate, negative impact on how you view yourself and For like sure. you, you carry that burden forever, like I, I get that. Yeah, And figuring out where that comes from and addressing it accordingly.
1: Yeah, and you said in your article, you said, whose voice are you listening to? Mm-hmm. And and you said, is it that internet troll high school bully or someone that intimidated you? Yeah. Or someone that's intimidated by your strength?
2: Yeah, because I struggled with that. Like there was a, a long time in my life, like even though I've done sports forever and it's been such a safe space for me um, being athletic, like there have been so many times where I felt so insecure about me being strong and being able to move weight and being confident in that and there are women and there are women and men on the other side of that spectrum who might not may not feel strong may not feel like good about picking up a barbell or doing anything and feeling very insecure about that but it's yeah it's about learning to to love those things about yourself and not only loving those things about yourself but wanting to work on those things about yourself for sure it's
0: like directly connected to as well because i have i i still think that i have like residual shit from my past in my childhood and then also in just my past history with theater as well is that like the comparison to somebody else and the being able to like look at that person and you know, look at the Instagram version of them, mm-hmm. right? The and perfectly you, curated the perfect, version. perfectly yeah. curated version of them. And look at yourself and just see such deficit mm-hmm. of just seeing like, man, like, I'm never gonna have those six pack abs. I'm never gonna like, and so yeah. th- you just automatically you start to pick those things. Yeah,
2: and it's in, and it's comparison. I mean, what do they always say? Comparisons, the thief of joy. Yeah, like it. One hundred percent. Yeah, it'll, and
0: and I see that a lot actually. And when people yeah. first come into the to to Rhapsody, um, because like. What we're preaching right now is not the norm. Right. The norm is oh, like let's sexy beach bodies and this and come in here and get sweat <laughs> on and like don't eat a, an ounce of uh, anything and
2: have lettuce and I just wish drink could water see the whole emotions he's doing and like right that's now. what it is, right? Yeah. I and
0: mean, that's what they're selling. Um, Alan,
1: do you like a cookie? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just I actually, I just ate some pancakes and bacon here <laughs> in the studio because it was leftover. So I'm the trash compactor. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, like I read the article multiple times and absolutely it's coming from a woman's perspective, but man, like the things that you were saying directly impacted me and being like, man, that took me back to like when I was called the fat kid in middle school yeah. and like.
1: I had no control over that. Right. So it's interesting. It's really interesting. You know, and, and the last point you make, which I think is probably the most important and something that, that we talk a lot about at Rhapsody is community. And it's about who you yeah. surround yourself Always. by. And then, you know, do they lift you up? Do they put you down? Um, and, and so how has community been important to you in your journey?
2: Oh my gosh. Huge. Like I was actually thinking about this last night. <clears throat> um, I have seen more I saw more changes in my community in 2020 because I've made like little tiny adjustments in my own life over the course of a pandemic, as many adjustments as you can make um, that have exponentially impacted my community in such a positive way. And so much of that has come from being a part of Rhapsody and removing a lot of, I didn't realize like how much like negative Negativity I had in my own community that I kept mm. really close to me, and by removing that, it's like all of a sudden everything was like bright and shiny and happy. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like yeah. I, I'm I'm around such good people now."
1: You know, it takes a certain kind of person to do what we do, right? Yeah, because it's not easy. No, and so it, it you know it's always I, was, I was told this story. I think. Last year on, on the podcast I said, you know, it's why you go into so many gyms like ours, CrossFit gyms, and there's lockers, but there's no, they don't lock. They're just cubbies. Right. Because anyone that goes to, to wants to come and do that kind of work, they're not looking for an easy way out and they're right. not going to steal something. Mm-hmm. It's like people here to do the work, they're going to put in the work. Yeah. And I think that that's, it's really, that's really interesting, the type of people. And, and when you suffer together, man, you get close.
2: Yeah. And I mean I th- and I think going back to the the community aspect as it relates to like body image and redefining like your own standard of beauty, I think that it's when once you have that realization or once you realize like where those insecurities are and mm-hmm. also FYI it's completely okay to have those insecurities like everyone has them. Mm-hmm. Like once you realize that you have those and then you take the active steps to redefine those things and mm-hmm. to re and to not not redefine them but to take ownership of your insecurities and to bring people into your life who can help you see your own value and who celebrate your value mm-hmm. and celebrate your strength in whatever aspect of your life that may be like that's just that's the hard work like right. that's like that's where it all like comes together and becomes such a long-term improvement over the years of your life like just taking ownership of those things and then bringing people into your life who who love you for who you are yeah. and who see you for who you are. And, and not only that, but are going to challenge you because they want to see you be strong. They want to see you excel across every part of your life. Like yeah. that's the important stuff.
0: Yeah, I also think like for, for me, I think it's also demanding that. Yeah. From the people around me.
2: Hold the standard.
0: You know, there's the victor victim, like the victor victim mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you lead your life in the way of being a victim, you will always be the victim mm-hmm. versus being, no, goddammit, this is the way that you are going to treat me. Yeah. And if not, get the hell out of my life. And then having right.
2: people in your life who, when you do start to play that victim, they look at you and they're like, no.
0: Yeah. No. 100%. You, I,
2: I, I know, I know you are more, you are worthy of more. You can do more. <laughs> we've, had,
0: we've had those
2: moments. <laughs> Have we? I'm just like, I can't. And you're like, yes, you can. I was like, you <laughs> like, wouldn't
0: can. be here if you could. <laughs> like, are you uh,
2: sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, that's, it's, it's uh, the, the community aspect is no one, no one excels alone. So mm-hmm. yeah. Across so, so anything.
1: Whitney, what, what do you say to the person out there that, you know, is starting this year? And, you know, everybody kind of makes a New Year's resolution and they, start, they tend not to last. They last about a week or so yeah. and they go away.
0: <laughs> a week. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about know. to say no,
1: that's, no, that's no. like top percentage. Yeah. Right exactly. There. But what do you say to that person that, you know, wants to get out there, wants to get into a gym, wants to make a difference? H- how do they get started? And, and, and they might be a little insecure to walk through the door. How, what should they do?
2: Don't say yes to the first thing. Right. Just because you walk into the first gym that you go to or the first new friend that you're trying to meet or whatever it is, that doesn't mean it's the right thing.
1: Every gym is not one size fits all.
2: Exactly. No gym is one size fits all. No friend group is one size fits all. No, no body is one size fits all. You yeah. know, So I think that taking that time to be intentional about your goals and what you want for yourself, not what's not what someone else wants for you. That's the important thing. And then once you answer those questions, once you find the right fit, like it'll organically just blossom into a really great journey for you. So I that's love the biggest that.
1: thing. I love that. You, you're a personal trainer.
2: Yeah. So trying to be. <laughs> I know. I know.
1: You're, you're just getting started. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your business and, 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 and what you're doing.
2: Yeah. So I I just started personal training. I have my CrossFit level two certification and I, yeah, I train people out of Rhapsody. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm new to the, I'm new to the game. So I am building the plane as I fly it, which has been super fun and super challenging. And I love every aspect of it. I just, I've worked with more women recently Mm -hmm. than, um, I have men. I have a virtual client that I train who lives in Atlanta, um, which has been really fun. She just had a baby and we've been like slowly getting her back into fitness, which has been super fun. Um, and I love it, man. I like there's nothing on the planet that I would rather be doing than
1: I tell people it's it's pretty amazing, whether you're a personal trainer, a coach, whatever it is, that you know, you can affect people's lives in a very big way in long term. Yeah,
2: it's such an intimate relationship, like to put someone in that space of being physically uncomfortable in in like physical discomfort to an extent, like you're you're training them, they're sweating, they're working hard. Like that's Mm -hmm. natural discomfort. Like there's an intimate relationship that's built there. And then you just learn so much about each other. And just like that one-on-one time with people like Alan, like you have like such a oceans of experience with personal training, like just the relationships you have with your clients.
0: Well, my thing is it's about being vulnerable with them. Mm -hmm. Right. I, um, that's the biggest the biggest thing that I find is especially when we get older, like adults don't want to fail and they don't want to show you that they're bad at something. Oh yeah. They want to have it all curated perfectly. And that. so for me, I look at it as, well, one, I know I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I fail uh, multiple times, uh, mm-hmm. almost daily. Um, and I know, but those, that's where like the juice lies. Right. That's where like, that's where the fuel for my fire is because I know that when I do, uh, fuck it up, uh, I know that like I have the ability to, to make it better. Um, and like, I think like having that idea or that like mantra in my mind of being like, it can always be better. It can always be better. Um, you know, be satisfied, but it, is, it could always be better. I think, you know, that's how I strive with my clients. But then I, uh, and my athletes, um, but then I also try to fake them out. Like I, I call it the it, giving them macaroni and cheese, but there's peas and carrots in it. Like they, like I want them to really enjoy the process. But yeah. then at the same time, like all of a sudden they do something that they had no idea that they could do. And I'm like, man, like that's the real stuff. That's yeah. the stuff that. You know, but it's about me being vulnerable with them and being like, it's okay to to for you to trust me. Yeah. Because I'm never gonna set you up for
1: failure. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. I will um,
1: tell you, if my mac and cheese had peas and carrots in it, I would not feel as bad about eating mac and cheese. True true. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. then is it
2: still mac and cheese?
1: It sounds really good though. It does sound really good. <laughs> hey, uh Lindsay, can you go make some case so
2: it sounds Whitney, like a very like Midwestern mac and cheese. So like yeah, with yeah, peas absolutely. and carrots in yeah. it. Yeah. Right. When you,
1: where can people find you at on Instagram?
2: Um so on Instagram um at my coach Whitney. And I
1: love that handle. When Thank you,
2: you. I was like,
0: that's perfect. Yeah.
2: Thanks. Yeah. It like I was surprised that it was like actually available. Yeah. I was like, oh, sweet, stealing. Perfect. <laughs> um yeah. And so so yeah, I'm very it's very much outside of my comfort zone posting on Instagram. I'm still um trying to get into the rhythm of it. Um Mary Beth has been a true guide oh, yeah. and yeah, a, a true amazing. beacon of light for me to help me with that. Um, but yeah, so that's where I live. I post just a lot of random movement info and CrossFit stuff. And, awesome.
1: and yeah. if someone wants to work with you, they can reach out to you. through Yeah,
2: there. definitely. You can reach out to me through there. Perfect.
1: Amazing. Also, if you want to catch Whitney, we recently did a video, um, for Rhapsody called we are Rhapsody mm-hmm. and Whitney is featured in that. And you can see that video on Rhapsody's IGTV and on YouTube. Love it. Whitney. It is a pleasure.
2: Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here.
1: All right. We'll see you soon. All right, Bye y'all. Bye. She's amazing. I love her.
0: Yeah. It's been, I think out of 2020 uh, and everyone in the gym, I think that her transformation from where we first met to now is just, it's It's incredible. It's incredible. Um, And I think that's what gets me. Jazzed about helping other people and and with Rhapsody too, and also learning from those people too, for
1: sure. And, and definitely go in and read her articles. She has several on Rhapsody News, and you can see it at RhapsodyNews dot com and just yeah. search her name, and they'll all pop up. Yeah. But um, definitely check it out. Hey, on the next episode, you are going to be talking about cultivating a coaching culture.
0: Yes, I can't wait. It's going to be a a great opportunity not only for people to learn. Uh, coaching-wise, but then also out in their everyday life, too.
1: Absolutely. Remember, you can always follow us on Instagram at Rhapsody Radio Show, or email us with feedback at info at com. Mr. Shaw, see you soon. Bye.